Insert your own theme tune here. Or don't. Just, just don't. You don't have to. No. And you are a free person. You're, you're your own guy. People Woman, haven't, people haven't you been, are. we don't think. The thing. So, for, all, for all I know, people are just listening to the whole podcast without even doing the basic work of inserting their own theme tunes. Or there's a whole load of theme tunes out there that we just haven't been privy to. Yeah, we haven't heard them. And uh, that's not nice. It's not. Sitting around, coming up with theme tunes for our podcast, not telling us. <laughs> Disgraceful. Yeah. And people tweeting about us in offensive ways. So, hello, we're back. What are you up to at the moment? Me, I'm uh, stopping in London for a, another hour or so and then I have to go and get a train. All right, you you get to hear Nick's last hour in London. That's right, ever until <laughs> yeah. probably next week or something. Uh, Yay! Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I wanted to do an episode A because I'm in London briefly, so we should take the opportunity, and B because I, unusually for me, witnessed a Twitter storm. Uh, the other day, that sort of from beginning to end, not not quite. I wasn't on Twitter the whole time, but I sort of saw it as it sort of as it was happening. Okay, this is the Danny Baker story, right? It's the Danny Baker and, story. And I'm, I'm going to just put my position here: is that I don't know nothing because I don't know nothing. All right, I've I've uh, largely not been on Twitter or uh, reading anything in the media at all the last few days. So all I know is something kicked off, and I saw uh, briefly what was said and what his reaction was and people's reactions to that but I don't know any backstory I don't know any of the rest of it so uh, you tell me oh I was hoping you'd seen it because I didn't see anything <laughs> <laughs> and that was the podcast thank you right um, I'll give you it very quickly with very little context and then we can keep fleshing out context because I think that's that seems Only to be you've how you've got it works. more context yeah on you uh, Danny Baker, who yes. is a writer and broadcaster, he's uh, written loads and loads and loads of stuff in the background as a comedy writer, but he's also uh, been on uh, Radio 1, I think, uh, been a, a DJ for ages, might be Radio 5, I don't yeah. know these things. I know of him, been around for years. Yeah, 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 yeah. and he, he used to uh, work on TFI Friday and things like that, um, and he has a lot of people follow him on Twitter, and he tweeted a picture uh, a Victorian picture of uh, a man and a woman uh, with a, uh, a chimp that was kind of dressed up in uh, like a lord. Right. Like a weird, silly picture, uh, just with the caption, the royal baby. Uh, and then he was hanged, drawn, quartered, pulled through the streets by horses... And his head is currently on a spike outside Buckingham Palace. Remember, I haven't been following the story, so I okay, don't know so what's true and what's exaggeration here. Um, he. <laughs> Before I go down to Buckingham there Palace, was a, to there try was a massive, massive, massive Twitter storm uh, where right. he, he was accused of racism for yep. this uh, tweet. And uh, the, the point when Which I. Which traditionally is racist. What? To say that black people look like monkeys of any kind. So oh, yes. to say black people look like monkeys yep. is racist, yes. So, yes. Okay. That isn't what he said. But we're talking about whether 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 he was being racist or not. Uh, well, he had a chip, yeah, when I came in, when I saw chip it, dressed, dressed up but representing <coughs> the royal baby, yeah, yeah, okay, it's ridiculous because the royal baby, as far as I know, isn't dressed in a tweed suit or whatever. <laughs> in fact, uh, do you know what? I haven't seen the royal baby, and for all I know, it looks uncannily like a chip. <laughs> <laughs> I could, this whole thing could blow over and just show his pictures. Nick a chip. has just been fired from this podcast. <laughs> So, okay. That'd be a weird one, but I've, I've deliberately not followed up much on the royal angle because I feel that like my innocence about it gives me a certain angle to do you know what I mean to to come at it without the baggage. So you're refusing to be informed now. I'm refusing to be. <laughs> well, no, I fucked up a tweet the other day about the so um, princess was a face had a um, the one <laughs> Meghan Markle. Show you how much you care. Had a baby. Yeah, I just don't care. I so <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> and I, I and I, I tweeted a thing, uh, something like, "Fuck off with your Game of Thrones spoilers." I don't even know which one this Duchess of Cambridge is. Right. And then realise an hour later or something that that's not even the right Duchess. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've got the wrong princess, yeah. Duchess, whatever. Um. Anyway. E easily done when you don't care. Easy, easy, exactly. <laughs> easily done. It's like telling a story about members of your family you've never met, but your mum keeps talking about. Are you just? They're just confused into one person. Like like two boy bands that you don't know the songs of. They're just the yeah, same yeah. people. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. 
I came in on a point uh, where he had just taken the tweet down, and he was he was tweeting something along the lines of. God, I just hadn't thought about that contest. Thank you, everyone who pointed it out, taking it down with apologies, something like that. Um, but then I watched the ensuing just swell of a wave of of criticism, and then he lost his job. He sort of within hours. He was we called, talked about this, by the way, a couple of weeks ago. In, in that I was saying that. I've been off Twitter and Facebook, social media for ages, and when I've come back in, it's almost a bit of a shock. It's like being hit by a, a brick of righteousness when I go on right. it now. I'm just, uh, as soon as a thing happens, I don't think it's natural. I think we're in a really weird world now. I think it's, there's always been a, a case where news would reach people and then everyone dives in with an opinion, but everyone's opinion's being heard now. That's what's so different. It's not like the town crier shouted something out and people yeah. whispering around the town. It's just like, this is... News used to travel slower, and opinions travelled slower, and they were, they were. I think they're supposed to. I think what happens now yeah. is that suddenly masses of people are angry, and then and they rarely withdraw their anger. It takes something extraordinary for that to happen, and apologies are rarely accepted in this environment. Yeah, I mean, his initial apology seemed uh, okay to me, but then the, the subsequent ones weren't very apologetic. They were more like. Um, right, so one thing he said is, you know, I never made the connection because, you know, mind not diseased. And people, I think, pretty uncharitably took that as him calling them diseased. I saw this and I saw that people are instantly angry that, yeah, he, oh, How so dare he's you suggesting that we are diseased to think yeah. this. And I, I, he basically said, you know, chimps don't remind me of black people, so I'm not racist. Is, How dare you call me a racist? Yeah. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> Every level, people assume the worst, right? Yes. And they they, they yeah. take the worst possible scenario of intent. Which, by the way, I think people are, there are racists, it's unquestionable. We, 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 uh, and with all these things, when there is repeat behaviour, yeah. that's what the evidence is. It's not that someone says something once. And I don't understand the people who want to create a world where we can't fuck up once because any of us are capable of doing it. No, um, There might be a trope around the corner that you don't even know or just don't think about very much. And you might tweet a thing and then someone reminds you and you just go, oh... You know oh, I mean? I, that, that, that has happened to me. I, um, somebody watched an Edinburgh preview of mine years ago and said, I dropped that word. And the word was uppity. And for them, that was a word with racist connotations. And really? I, I don't know, for what? What? They said, well, all right. Trigger warning, guys. Um, uppity nigger. He said, that, that's the phrase. Really? And I'd never heard that well, phrase I'd, before. I've never heard of it Right, okay. And I, I'm just going, I duh, are you, uh, are you making this you're up? Not reminding me, you're up. not reminding me of a thing. I've literally never heard the phrase before in my life. And there, there you shouldn't no say thing, context. by the way, because you're not thinking about thingy Jews. What? You should uh, say the oh, word sorry, thing yeah, yeah. you should say word. Let's say sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, I can't you said that. Let's say sorry. There might be a Sikh listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Sikhs. Everyone knows that expression. Ah. I mean, you know, we've all got our own racism. Uh, there's also this sometimes I see amongst comics all the time where they use words on stage that they, and I, I they're not using it arrogantly say or, or even just going defiantly to saying no, I'm going to use this word despite the world saying it's wrong sometimes I see them using words wrongly that, that, or words that are offensive that they don't know are offensive right now right or and words it, that just don't mean what they think it, it means yeah yeah yeah, yeah. here someone say hoi polloi to mean rich people or mean or multiculturalism to mean you know, like the doctrine of multiculturalism to me to mean immigration. Yeah, and I still after um, uh, that was that whole hoo ha with the, we've we've talked about before. I won't get into this where I had a got attacked by loads of uh, people with dwarfism because uh, of something I said. On, on, I'll give you a brief on it, which was um, uh, Warwick Davis wrote his article about uh, comedians saying the word midget, and then the right. papers contacted me, or, or, or rather. Um, Immediately, the papers contacted uh, Kerry, <laughs> <laughs> a journalist who knows me, contacted me because he Top remembered he remembered a line in my act from years ago, right. uh, which was never served he ravioli remembered. to midgets because uh, those little pillows can make them sleepy, and and, and forty three other lines. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was an old line, and anyway, I've got a routine on what happened as a result, and I, I end up right. with a Twitter storm of. Uh, uh, with with the word getting around that I hate people with dwarfism and so on. Um, and you can't even uh, make light of a Twitter storm for like little people because you can't go, oh, it's a storm in a teacup. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can't use any diminutizing. Well, that's language. what I found was that all our language is comparative. Oh, so I'm going to get over yourself. I can't put that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, no. uh, take the high road. No, that's wrong. Um, are you a stop talking mockery? down to me? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
don't be grumpy. Fucking hell. Even, um, uh, oh God, what's the word when you constantly annoying someone on the internet? Being, um, troll, stop trolling me. Yeah, that's, that's no good you either. You can't oh God, yeah, yeah. And trolls. So, any, any ethical creatures. And that sounds like I'm just being silly going, I can't use all these words. But actually, the, the, the accusations were coming into me so fast, I couldn't keep up with them. Right. And that's why it was actually hard to find the right words, because everything now started sounding like I'm having a go at people with dwarfism. But on the other hand, I have several times seen other comedians use the word midget on stage and not knowing at all. And when I talk to them afterwards, and lots of people, they seem to think the midget is the correct one for people. And I think people used to believe yeah, yeah. this, that... Uh, Midget means people who are correctly proportioned to a small and dwarf me, and that, that came from somewhere. But according to the Warwick Davis uh, <coughs> article, that is not the case and never has been, right? But I still think lots of people are uninformed on this. Yeah, yeah, and and you, you and even the term to... little people. Sorry, Brad. Even the term little people. When I ask an audience what is the correct term for people with dwarfism, most of them don't know. You you often get one person who will know, and, and sometimes yeah. nobody knows. So, but that doesn't it's work, does it? That system, that system doesn't work if most people if most people don't know it. You can't. This, right, this isn't. And it's ambiguous. It's not even a good phrase. If you say something that it turns out is offensive to people, it's ambiguous. Okay, to say. It's what? Ambiguous is that okay to it's say? Not real bisexuals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. You know what I mean? You, you, there are words that have impact that you might not intend. Yeah. And I would have thought the correct and reasonable response when that happens is to take the person aside and go, actually, and do the yeah. explaining. Not to assume the worst possible intent on the person's part, right? Now, this is a weird one, the, the Danny Baker one, because there's no way Danny Baker isn't aware of the trope of depicting black people as... Well, he says he is, monkeys. right? He oh, he's, he's definitely aware of, aware of it. Right. I, but with my sort of innocent hat on and my not knowing all the facts about the royal baby hat on and also because this is what he says and I've no reason to disbelieve him he was thinking snooty posh royal that's what's in his head he's not thinking black baby and suddenly everyone's going you're calling a black baby a monkey and the moment that's pointed out to him he takes it down and goes oh fuck that's not all I meant but it's been a trope he's been running for a while, right? It's, oh, it's yeah, yeah. Famous, famous people, people. Famous people as chimps. As chimps in, in Literally, and stuff. more than uh, 20 years he's been doing this. He used, right. to run, he used to run a thing on TV as an animated thing, um, TFI Friday. I still, there's a he does, it, every, he does it on his radio show all the time, even without pictures, which is insane, but apparently, I've never heard it in my mind. Right, but does that mean that he's covered loads of celebrities over 20 years, and he's but never, not one black not one? Not one black one. So, I know, now I that's know. racist, isn't it? So he spent twenty years leaving black people out of this this depiction of all all famous people. I, I can't comment. I have no idea. For all, for all I know, he's done like Flipper and Lassie. <laughs> I find it hard to believe he could have started this in the first place, not knowing black was going to come up at some point. As soon as you go, I'm going to depict famous people as chimpanzees. At some point, you go, you must realise you're making a conscious decision, and if you know the trope, you must be saying that means I cannot depict black people. You'd think, yeah. So I find there's a, there's a few inferences like that that I find hard to understand with this one. I'd still say though, unless you know or you've got really good reason to think, when someone makes one mistake, you laugh it off, tell them they've made a mistake, you laugh at their embarrassment of realizing what they've done, and you move on. And and hopefully, unless there's a big reason not to take take the apology roughly at face value. Oh no, totally, yeah, that's what I mean. And the fact you, that he was, I mean, immediate, he was immediately sacked. Yeah, um, and that's uh, that's pretty big. Impact. I think we're in a strange age, which I don't feel like a lot has actually changed. I think, uh, I think in the past, companies of all kinds, of, um, companies spent a fortune on their on their PRs and so on. And so, uh, in the past, what we had is companies would would worry about their virtue being damaged. So they they, right. they brushed everything under the carpet, whether it was a racist accusation, sexual uh, allegation that's happened in the company, whatever. And these things were were covered up a lot. And I think yeah. now we've jumped to a reversal of that where companies are immediately trying to show virtue in the same way. I think, I think their, their intent is exactly the same. They want to show how pure they are. And the way is to instantly fire someone and show this is nothing to do with us because they're, they're so yeah. afraid now of it, it uh, you know, touching their reputation. I'm not sure we benefit. We're no more reasonable. It's amazing, isn't it, that you, you can have a, a corporation that um, probably, you know, ruin the habitat of indigenous tribes and destroy the rainforest he'll go yeah 
this this offensive word does not support the values of yes yeah yeah, yeah right yeah oh, sorry knock that off um, but what was interesting in the Twitter storm was the the mind reading right people, people going he definitely knew what he was doing yeah and just deciding he's now. a racist yeah. And no apology would do. And I, I, what I don't understand about it is that puts us all in an awful position. Surely even the people mm. who are demanding that from someone. And that's what I find a lot that's going on with Twitter and uh, other social media is a self-righteousness that doesn't allow... that. I don't even understand how they think that won't come back on them. It must, it must be... That, that Everyone needs to know we can go through life and make a mistake and apologise for it. You know? That it's what a horrible position to be in. But they must believe that they wouldn't possibly make such mistakes. There's a kind of yeah. hubris to it, you know what I mean? And I, th I think that's the, the bit that I find the, the strangest about a lot of self-righteousness. I go, whenever I hear people complaining about uh, general attitudes in the world and so on, and, and, and in such a self-righteous way, I think, you can't be that pure yourself. And, and often they're not. They're clearly not. They're yeah. clearly just as opinionated. You know, there's someone who hates an attitude about women, and you go, yeah, but do you not see at least other attitudes that men have that, that you know, are just as bad, or vice versa? I've have seen um, I've seen apologies work like a while ago. Um, Kevin Moran did something. This this is a while ago, and I think things have got worse. But she had something about looking herself in the mirror with like too much makeup on or something. Like, oh my god, I look like a tranny, and, it, and being taken to task for that. But I remember she had a really long kind of conversation on Twitter, and it it seemed very kind of conciliatory. Uh, with Bethany Black, who was sort of talking through like one of the reasons that you might want, not want to say that, and who might you know be offended by it and so forth, and that that seemed that seemed constructive to me. It seemed like, okay, you haven't been totally pilloried, and you're still talking to the people who are offended, and now you've probably both come out of it a bit better. Maybe that I've not did, seen that much did, of that it. That didn't seem possible for me in the Danny Baker thing the last I'm, few days. I've mostly only ever seen really ugly grovelling apologies get accepted by by groups yeah and accepted is, is a bit strong even isn't it yeah. it tends to be like like go away and shut up and learn our values and it's detrimental to the whole requirement of an apology if we're not going to accept them what's the point yeah and I, we've talked about this before is it worth apologizing because actually i've always been a sucker for an apology you know I've, and i'm always thinking an apology is a necessary thing but I don't see them being accepted anymore. And what we see over and over again when a comedian apologises for something is it does not get accepted. Yeah. The person and, gets and, and more self-righteous Yes, about it, it. it emboldens the complainant usually. Yeah. And then you tell them, what do you want? And it turns out they sort of want blood. Yeah. And I don't think you should give them blood. No. I mean, that, that's the, the, the thing with Danny Baker. It's, it's the, the tweet clearly is capable of having racist impact. The moment you, the moment you put on those spectacles and see it through the prism of this baby being mixed race whether you, you would never do that in a million years he clearly wasn't or I think clearly wasn't wearing those spectacles at the time he's seeing it through the prism of being a royal baby but I it wouldn't have occurred to me and the moment someone says it you go oh fuck that's right she's mixed race so the uh, baby's mixed yeah. race so, uh. I've got to be honest I think it was idiotic and I think it was oh, yeah. and I think it was also I do understand anyone who says it's really hard to believe he he had his blinkers on that that tight that he didn't see uh, the implications. I, I think that's it's a bit strange, but I have to allow that possibility. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's, that's where I am as well. I think the guy the guy's really into football, which means he must know about that trope. Yeah, because football's fucking rife with it. It's yeah, one yeah. of the most revolting things in football races. I mean, people throwing bananas at black players and horrible shit. Um. And also, also, as you point out, I haven't really thought of it this way. If you've got a decades-old history of depicting famous people as chimps, this has come up before, surely. Yeah, like yeah. You say, this yeah, I must, find it very hard. If only to. by omission, you just gone. Oh, let's not do Mr. T. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, let us know if you know different, because uh, I'm, I'm not an expert on Danny Baker's work. I mean, if that is a thing that he, he did deliberately, then then he's a coward as well. The fact he, he didn't uh, do it on Mr. T, you know, that <laughs> he's picked on a baby. But there, there's the thing. I, th I think. But we also have, okay, there's, there's something more we're not adding to this. And that is the fact it was a royal baby, which is why it's causing this much outrage. Probably more than if it had been some other black celebrity. Right. I think he still would have got some outrage, but 
over 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 royalty and royal babies that over royal babies and stuff just been born the public are going to be extremely protected that's right true. now. People are fucked up about the royals. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, I think it's because he hit one that's, that's really sensitive. We, we don't always realise just how how strong royalism still is in this country. It's massive. No, it's true. It's like it's a sacred value for people. That it's very if you don't have it, that it's very easy to just just not be aware that you're really hurting people's feelings. I'm trying to remember this offhand, but. Uh, Prince Charles put out some kind of like like an edict type thing during, during the the last royal wedding to say that uh, the papers there was some control over which papers were allowed to control the story and so on and that there weren't to be any jokes. Wow! At the expense of the royal wedding, I'm sh- I'm sh- I'd have to look that up. But we'll look that up and check for the next uh, episode. But I'm sure there was an actual rule made to well, stop to stop it being in any way made fun of or uh, lampooned. There was a re- there was a recent uh, rumor during the rounds in the press that Prince William had had an affair. Uh, and that's just been that that is now not talked about in the British press at all anymore. Really, a, I think there's a threat of uh, threat to sue. It's one of the few areas of public life left where there's no uh, where, where there's extreme decorum that you, I yeah. think you get through. Politicians politicians don't expect it. No one else expects it. And the rumor was that William had an affair with a chimp. So it's weird it hasn't been mentioned. And in no one dares mention it. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> I think that's probably why people are so upset. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, it's it's it's. Uh... <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where you can't fuck up. I really don't. I think that's horrible. Because I think being able to fuck up is is an important allowance that means we can take risks. And no one takes risks in an environment where uh, everyone's scared <laughs> of using a wrong word or a wrong image or whatever. I think if if it's consistent, you know, it's yeah. it's like with that guy who did the uh, the anti-Semitic tropes, the um, the mural, you know. Oh yeah. But, uh, he had a record of it. It wasn't like just just a one-off thing. And when people are, and I think then it puts you up for criticism. I, th- I think, you know, if you're if you're showing you've got an obsession going, that's different to being allowed to make a mistake. Yeah, and also you know, if you if it turns out that your obsession is with chimps and not with black people, yeah, <laughs> which is sort of the way around it seems to be with Danny Baker. I feel I, the thing is I, I feel like he has been thrown under the bus really comprehensively and that and, and with general applause people saying this is the right call they did the right thing it's an appalling racist thing and what's interesting I think is it turned out that the word racist is a very very broad brush because it te- seems to cover the word and also you know, or, or the image or whatever and the trope also its intent also the fundamental view of the person using it and also the impact and if any one of those triggers the racist thing you're allowed to claim all of them yeah and that seems to me can I try a thought experiment on you yeah um, I'm up for it okay sit down okay <laughs> I was put on this helmet Got to stand up first oh yeah please um, years ago when I was a kid my little brother and my little cousin who were both about five or six at the time uh, they did that thing where you put uh, refreshers or a sweet like that in in some water in an old empty little plastic aspirin container, you know, uh, and shaking it up and making a little paint potion. And then they found one of those Dymo things where you you know you print out uh, labels that stick to things, and they look oh, look, they've kind, been they look kind of military. While, yeah, I know. I haven't seen them in ages. Yeah. Uh, and they printed some made-up words. Oh, which we, had we went around labelling everything for a while. K and a J and an X in it. Yeah. And they called their potion sex. And they didn't know that word was already in use. So there, there's two little kids in shorts <coughs> with a little pill bottle going, come on, Kevin, let's go upstairs and have some more sex. And it was adorable and really funny. And they didn't know the context whatsoever. You don't think, right? No. But what if, what if they had just, by accident, what if rather than sex it had been the N-word? Right. Would racism have happened? No, is that racism? Absolutely. Yes, racism has happened, but no one has been racist. Right. So that now, okay. Now imagine someone. Any, so, now, now imagine someone. Oh, someone kids, over here. Kids make mistakes. I think loads of parents have got stories of where their kid has said something racist or or just totally inappropriate on a bus or whatever. Sure. It? Yeah, yeah. I, I think we, we, it's a learning process, right? So. That, that 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 allowance has to be there. Although I wonder in this modern environment how soon it will quickly it will move to children and so on and anyone saying it. Or the, or the thing is that you could overreact to that, right? 
of just go, no, and now you have to go to this special class for six weeks where you're taught, you know what I mean? You'd have a very weird effect on a kid by doing that, rather than you laugh it off, you don't make too big a deal, you certainly don't act like they're having a weird impact on the world by using this magic word, because then you're giving it a strange power. It is happening more and more. We, we, there was that story, uh, oh God, it was a few months ago that came out, and it, it was... Uh, a little boy, I think he was like six or seven years old. He was trying to get a girl's attention in a food queue that one of his friends and uh, he couldn't quite reach her and he ended up touching her bum, going eh, like that. And uh, and they, they gave him a special class and everything oh. and told him how disgusting he is and that he's going to turn into a pervert and all this kind of thing. Oh, God. Uh, so, so yeah, fact, I probably think giving seeing, him massive. Seeing, but you know, I don't think, I still think that the majority of people have got their heads screwed. And I don't think what we're getting from social media or from the activist voices representing the public particularly. I think most people are far more, <coughs> whenever I talk to people, the majority of people are far more mild than this. And and every now and then I speak to, there's been one or two conversations I've had over the last little while that where someone was showed us how intolerant they are, how fixed they are in their opinions. But they're, they're so not the majority. Yeah. But they're the ones who are going to go on and say their view, right? In the same way as when we were talking about Flat Earthers a little while ago, the reason why... Which we haven't put out yet. Oh, okay. Well, well, that's going to come out in a while. But um, we were talking about the flat earth. And, and, and one of the reasons that their view sells to people is because it's solid and it's so definite. Whereas right. if you believe the world's round, you don't make a big deal about it. No. You know? So so the activist voice, the people who've got really strong opinions, they're the opinions we're hearing loudest and most. But then they're not really... I don't, I don't believe they are representative of the general public. Yeah. I mean, I think that the, the reason I wanted to try out the... the the uh, the thought experiment is because I feel like the the tweet was racist, but probably by accident. Oh, you know what I mean? I so, so, so racism totally. has happened, but you don't have to be a racist to do racism. Do you know what I mean? I'm not you, sure that can... thought experiment represents it, though, because that's 100% clear-cut, right? Well, right, goes, but it doesn't, it, but being... it doesn't make that word an okay word. I know I said it earlier, but that was you know, a quote. Um, it doesn't make that word not a racist word. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? The word doesn't itself contain. It's not a magic word oh, that contains literal no, racism. No, but it doesn't mean it can't always be. And also, a child saying it sometimes can be fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but that, that's what I'm saying. But it, it also doesn't make the word per se, just because the word can be innocently said doesn't mean the word is per se okay. No, of course not. Right. So the same night. Like, I can't imagine why anyone would have a problem with that. It's the. Well, if you just took it out, it just t- take it out of context. Don't don't say they're a kid. Say my brother. You know what I mean? Overhear it without hitting it. There's all sorts of ways you can. Yeah. And and this is the thing. Everyone's saying I cannot imagine how he couldn't, how he couldn't know exactly what he was doing. And so just projecting onto Danny Baker this thing that he's definitely tried to get away with this racism. And he could. Why? Why? Is, why has he suddenly turned racist with no previous history of it and decided to end his own career? I just don't I think, think that's credible. I think a lot of the people who complain like this believe that they have great empathy with the people who they perceive as being hurt by this. But actually, I wonder whether they're, they're actually kind of lacking in empathy at all because they they take themselves out of the equation, you know. They think they couldn't make that. And it's probably that they wouldn't make that particular mistake. But they're not looking at a wider picture where there's very similar mistakes. They could. They don't even know what mistake they could make. They don't, no one knows what tropes they don't know. Yeah, you're looking up some tweets. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to find something that Bethany Black um, tweeted because it was a sort of slightly more slightly more thoughtful take on it, uh, and I'm not sure that I fully agree with it, but I thought I thought it was um, interesting. Unfortunately, she tweets a lot, so I'm just. <laughs> Are you I'm going through going all to, of Bethany's I'm going tweets? Going through all of her tweets. Well, it has to be recent. This is like the last two days. Uh, um, that could be quite a lot. It could. There must be a better <laughs> way of doing this. <laughs> And it's, uh, what's stupid is that I've just printed them all off and I'm just going through it in a filing cabinet. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Can you give me the gist of what it was? You... It it was because it, it was essentially that um, racism, as she sees it, is a is is a system that privileges some people and punishes others, and it can be it can be unconscious, and you may not have intended to contribute to the system, but that doesn't mean that you weren't. Something like that. I know. I um, that's so unfair of me to yeah, just try to vaguely remember what she said. I don't said. get why that's relevant to this. We're not arguing whether racism is a bad thing or not. 
Uh, no, but she's. I think she was saying. She said like, "Take your lumps," as it was. Like, like this is a learning experience for you. What does that mean? What does what mean? Who should be taking lumps? I assume Danny Baker. Baker. Yeah. Well, he should just accept the fact he's been fired, even though he didn't intend anything bad. Well, that's yeah. That's. Oh, Beth, don't agree with you on this one, Beth. If, if that was her point, be, be fair. You're paraphrasing her, so we don't we don't know for sure. But. Um, oh, here we go. Right. Okay. Um, hey guys, not really. Lo- not really. Actually, tweeted something completely yeah. different to what you said. Oh my god! I love just- Danny Baker, and there's no way he can make a mistake. Sorry, I didn't realise Beth. Should ju- it's just a racist screed. Really, to- <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, and just, just a- the recording runs out at that point, and I forget how we ended it. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, not this is a quote. Uh, hey guys, not realising something is racist is part of why racism is a system, not something you actively do. People on the receiving end never get to forget what is and isn't racist. That's how power structures work. Take your lumps, apologise, and help to dismantle the system. But he did apologise. Yes. So what is? She, I don't understand what she's asking for. Although probably around the time that she what, was, what she was tweeting this, do you know take your lumps? No. Take your lumps means sort of uh, accept your beatings. Really? Yeah, sort of. Uh... What? Because you've actually, even if that's correct, even because you've accidentally tapped on a system not deliberately, you should therefore be punished. No, I don't get that at all. Yeah, well, I like. Look, okay, Beth, it's, it's, Beth, it's, with respect to Beth, and, and a lot of comedians have this kind of take. When they do it live around me, they go uh, and they come up with a pin like that. I, I then point out there's things in your act you're saying that will offend people. Do you not realise that? There's, there's things in your act that you have an opinion that you have a right to express, but they are also touching on things that other people find offensive because they believe you're adding to a system. Right. So, what? Who gets this aside? That's oh yeah, insane. sure. I mean, I mean, so, someone who's someone who's currently like someone who. Is, is a big sort of Corbyn supporter, for instance. I, yeah. I think, right, the, oh, God, the reason we're in such a mess is because there's no credible left and there can't be one. Yes. You know, blah, 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 blah. You know, but it's, it's of course, your total right. Yes, of course it is. Um, I mean, the, the, the bit I didn't agree with with this is, um, which is racism is a system, not something you actively do. It's both. Yeah, it's it? both, definitely that's, both. That, that's yeah. the problem. It's, it's, it, it absolutely could be something you But it's also do. something you can passively do as well. I don't think it's just yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, 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 You know, I think we have to allow for for error. Yeah, um, but but I, t- I, t- I take a point that like partially, like not realizing something's racist racist is a position you can only be in if you're not constantly suffering from racism. Also, but I wouldn't say it's a system. I'd say there's a systematic effect from from the cumulative effect of racism. But I don't know that it's yeah, yeah. it's like a system. It's not like a system anyone's running. No, no. Well, that, that's kind of that's the uh, the intersectional sort of way of seeing it, isn't it? It's, I it's, suppose uh, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, I thought that was a. a I, I thought that was. I thought that was a slightly better take than he definitely knew what he was doing. I think freedom is really important. I think it's something that that uh, that we all have a right to, and that means the freedom to, to, to mess up and make a mistake and to to also take risks and express ourselves. You know, yeah. there, there are there are frequent times where I've written a line in comedy where I've thought this is funny but I don't know whether someone's going to take this connotation and I can see what the connotations could be and I've still gone out and said it because I think there's enough irony or enough uh, justification for it or that I'm actually uh, clearly making fun of an attitude but it might not have been clear and I've had to later on go uh, maybe I just never had enough words in that piece and the audience weren't sure yeah do you know I, I don't want to be scared of doing <coughs> that it can be with, with material like that I think sometimes it depends where in the show it is like if if they've really been on board for forty minutes for an Edinburgh show, right? You can do you can do quite a lot of stuff when you're forty minutes in and they've loved it. Yeah. Whereas you can't open with it. Yeah. Um, but there's a certain feeling to it. Like before, you said the expression the N word, and nowadays, mostly, if I have something to say about the N word, I'm going to describe it as the N word. Yeah. But. It's a word, and as long as I'm not calling someone it or suggesting it's okay to call people it, I don't be afraid of saying the word nigger in case, uh, or, or because I don't know there'd be a rule that this is like some fear or it, or it definitely means this thing about me or whatever. I, I want the freedom to be able to express myself and talk without people can feeling they have a right to, to consider me to be anything and not listen to my intent. And my intent is saying it just now is sorry because there's a point where I start feeling claustrophobic, you know, like I'm not allowed to do certain things in... And it, they're not representational to me, yeah. right? You know, I, I had in a show some ago, I had a song called I Feel Like Dog Shit. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Right. And there was one person after me afterwards uh, on one of the previews said, "Can you change it to dog poo? That's not as, as nasty." Gosh. And I was going, and I, I started arguing that. Did you explain? It, it wasn't if, in the sense of I feel like chicken tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but it's also like, first of all, that that was like the least of the offensive stuff in my show. But secondly, I'm describing my feelings here. I've written a song about how <laughs> I feel about myself. I don't feel it's like dog instantly thwarted. Yeah. And it, if I'm feeling down on myself, no, I don't feel like poo. I feel like shit. And I, I don't Doggy think do. it's even my song anymore. It's all about my feelings. If I'm writing it about how you feel, yes, <laughs> you know, yeah, write your own song. Yeah, exactly. You just made me feel like dog shit again. Ah. And so, some people would see what I just said as some kind of not defiance or anything, or, or even childish. Like, oh, you have a childish need to say a word, do you? But to me, it's not. From my point of view, it's actually just a basic freedom that. I, in the same way, I'm not bothered by saying I feel like dog shit. I'm not offended by that. That's how I feel. And I don't feel that saying that word in all situations is always evil, always bad. I think even not acknowledging the word exists is, is weirder. And sometimes saying a word softens it anyway. Yeah. The thing is... I mean, I, you know, in, in that, sorry, in that I think we, we put words sometimes up on a pedestal and give them even more power. I, I'm trying I, to get I, to. I absolutely agree. And I, I think the problem with treating words as though they're magic spells is you ban a word <laughs> and you, you know... <laughs> but you, is, but yeah. you ban the word <laughs> and then you think that you've made progress banning the thing that the word represents to you. Yeah. And you haven't, right? Because, first of all, you haven't stopped... Like, doing this to Danny Baker isn't going to stop actual racists yelling abuse out of car windows... And, and the word that they might be yelling, you can ban that word and the clever racists will find ways to appeal to racism without using it. Like a lot of people made big hay out of the idea that... Um, big hay? That's not a thing. A lot of, a lot of people were make, making something out <laughs> of the fact gross. that, that they, the BBC sacked Danny Baker for this tweet on the same day they were having Nigel Farage on Question Time. And sure. There's a thing... First of all, OK, he's not a BBC employee... And you know, Question Time is uh, is uh, news and political programming and stuff. There's lo- there's a lot of different reasons that why those are false equivalences. But they'll also put Jeremy Corbyn on, and it's and whatever you think of all the Jeremy Corbyn stuff and so on, he has uh, alluded to and supported the same definite tropes over and over again now on a number right. of occasions. And it, and even if you don't agree with that, Baker has done a lot less than that. He has once alluded to a trope. Yeah. You know, it's not and, like and, repeatedly and badly apologised for it as we've seen. Or from. he's repeatedly so, done this trope and acts accidentally about somebody forgot was black. Yeah. It, if if the baby's but I have uh, have you seen a picture of the baby? BBC be consistent is what we're saying, right? They're, they're not being consistent when it comes to Farage or, or other people. They'll put them on their TV set on the TV show. Yeah, Farage who's happily happily stood by that clear race baiting uh, poster about the absolutely trying to appeal to the worst sort of most. You know, were suspicions totally. of yeah. of the other. Really, you know, something straight out of like Nazi playbook. If you want to get that extreme about it, um, but he's. I was. I was thinking though, he is an LBC employee, right? And he thought, oh, I wonder if they know about that poster. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The guy should. <laughs> anyway, interesting set of standards. I like that we both now use the N-word, so I'm going to have to explain that in the notes. <laughs> I thought I went when you were doing it. I sort of, oh, he's, 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 he's trying to stand shoulder to shoulder with me from both going down. <laughs> but what was weird, because obviously you can't see Kerry. Um, while he was doing it, he was playing, because uh, Kerry used to uh, was be a magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he was dressed as a minstrel. But also playing with a thumb tip. Which, if you oh, know, yeah, like, like a, fake, a fake thumb. So as he's waving his hands around saying the N-word, he's got the longest, weirdest thumb. It's just, it was a very strange picture. <laughs> Are you making fun of deformities? No. <laughs> People with fake thumbs? There's loads of them out there. It just Everyone's making, this is the thing, everyone's making fun. There's so much stuff we don't even think about because it's just accepted in society, right? Clowns are making fun of stupid people, aren't they? <laughs> Clowns are making fun of murderers. <laughs> Clowns are making fun of sex murderers. Ventriloquists are making fun of people with multi-personality disorder. Yes. That's what they do. Definitely. Mimes are making fun of people who are, who are, <coughs> who are mute. Are they? Yes. People... Mine's making fun of people who are trapped in boxes <laughs> in strong winds. Um, human statues are making fun of people who 
can't move for any reason. Making fun of real statues. Making fun of dead people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's we we can't get rid of all offence. It's, it's and it's a terrible even as an endeavour. You know, because uh, and you go through anything. If you, if you do a funny walk, there's probably someone somewhere who walks like that. Yeah, <laughs> do you know you're you're almost certainly making fun of something real. Yes, it's like the old. Well, kids, there definitely it's like the old kids joke. Stop taking the piss out of me. Like, yeah. Um, by the way, I mean, the reason I mentioned Farage was um, for all the effect he has on public discourse, he doesn't publicly use the N word privately. I'm sure he uses nothing but, but. <laughs> <laughs> But you, you, know, you know what I mean? The, the people who successfully mobilise racism in our society have learned how to express themselves to get on telly. Right. Yes. And, and yes. you know... And I think it's good that we have... Even in, in some ways, I think it does keep hidden from us the real levels of whatever racism, sexism, so on and around. But I think it's good that we have standards where we will agree that... Uh, there are things that are racist, sexist, and so on that we that are unacceptable. We said in the, in the public sphere, but it doesn't oh, mean absolutely. there can never yeah, be a discussion yeah. about those things, and it doesn't mean that no one can ever mess up. And we can't have it this rigid. And also, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what effects we can reasonably say the Danny Baker tweet had. Probably, so there'll be. That, there, that do, you know, do you know what? There will be. There will be racist guy. Guy. He tweeted, you know, oh, shots because. I don't think Danny's racist, but that is what a racist would tweet, and I think that I think that's pretty bang on actually. That's the problem yeah, with the problem with that tweet makes it fairly irrelevant. I, I tell you, I tell you why where the damage is with this, um, and this is what I keep finding with all the anti-Semitic stuff that's coming up. Is right. it's not necessarily the original thing that was done that is the problem. It's actually the storm it creates because in that storm, those who wish to defend the person then start being anti-Semitic. Right. right. So, so for example, uh, Jeremy Corbyn will say a thing, and then all his uh, religious followers, you know, because he is a religion, and they'll they'll, they'll get into this. Uh, um, well, what he said isn't so bad, and yeah, well, it's true. Jews do this, and yeah, well, Israel that, blah blah. And then suddenly, that, that that's the thing is, I know he's just unleashed all these assholes who are gonna. Uh, use it as an opportunity to put out their real views. This is right now, I'm sure there's loads of people going, yeah, well, black people do look like chimps, or yeah, so what? So, or even when the people are going, what's the harm in saying black people look like chimps? And and I think that sets Cost. out a different discussion, which any black people will be going, you, we're almost bored of explaining why. You know, of, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of the different ways that that perception what affects us. What animals do white people look like? Oh, just people, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this category of people look like an animal, unlike <laughs> us normal people. <laughs> what? What's wrong? I think we're right to police it, right? I think when Danny Baker does a thing like that, we're right to go, no. And he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he should then go, sorry. And then if he doesn't do it again, that is it. It's over. And he's already punishing the fact that uh, he's been for 20 years now, he's been developing a trope that really he's got to drop immediately. <laughs> right? It's gone oh, yeah. nowhere. It's fucked up. In, in, in fairness, he no longer has the platform for it. Yeah. <laughs> But even if he gets another job anywhere, he, I don't know, it'd be hard to keep that one going now. Fucking hell, yeah. It would be... Imagine something like that hanging around your neck now for the next sort of 20 years of just... Imagine walking into a room full of people, all of whom have been told you're a racist before you start speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are now scanning your every <laughs> sentence. Yeah, and walking into every room whenever there's black people going, I don't think any of you are chimps. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make that clear. And it turns out one of them's a chimp. Hello, non-chimps. <laughs> There's a chimp in the room. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that all the arguments against him, I, I, I've got some validity to it. And yes, it's hard to believe that he didn't know. It's hard to believe that uh, he... And yes, he was being a thing, even if it wasn't intentional. And yes, he could have been doing it intentionally. And yes... Uh, he should have known years ago that this was going to lead to this. It's been twenty years build up to eventually yes. someone black or blackish or, or could be black. I haven't seen the baby. I don't even know. No, no I haven't a clue. And this is why. Have I already said what if it looks like a chimp? I, no. But it's, it's not a photo study. I suppose what the baby looks like is it's a boy, right? The fact that there's a um, you know mixed race mother, so that's still yeah. Relevant. But it, it it is just it. I think it sort of depends what you read and consume, how front of brain that stuff is. I don't like. It, it takes a minute or two of thinking about Meghan Markle before I can come. No, before it. <laughs> before I sort of remember, like I think one of her parents is black. I think. Right. 
and that because I don't really care about all the stuff around the royals anyway. Care about but things, I, but I, I, everyone I knows do, it. And I, I, yeah, right. The, yeah. But that, that's again mind reading and projection. People assume that this is what you think. If you think of her, you definitely think of black people. Yeah, and I fucking don't. No, and once again, that does say a bit more about them. <laughs> Really, if that's what they think about. She was in Fringe. Right. I don't. I think care. that. I, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And there's no conclusion to this. Here, but I, I think the trouble is we both basically agree. Right. Okay. And and uh, and I, I, I yeah. Look, it, it might have been malicious, but there is absolutely no human possible way. And without the <coughs> the backing of saying he's done a lot of malicious or racist stuff in the past, well, of, of even other kinds. There is absolutely no reason to insist on it being malicious and to treat it as if it was. Yeah, I do, and we I, I all do benefit like, from a world where people can make a mistake. That's why I'm, I'm going to come back to. Yeah, and I, I also feel like the the taste that leaves in the mouth afterwards is that the people who already thought this will now more think can't say anything these days. Do you know what I mean? The people who didn't see what the harm was and, are yeah. now going to see. Oh, right, this this class of people who I don't agree with can have my favourite DJ removed from the... Do you know what I mean? It's, okay, this is where I get all, to. All I think decorum is a lovely shit. thing, but I think decorum sometimes can go to a point where we're, we're not actually stopping away a thinking. We're just silencing people, and that, that bubbles up under the surface. Yeah. And, we, and people form resentments, and we don't, we don't see how much, uh, how much that... that uh, or, or what the weight of that is, because, <coughs> once again, that's covered up. So It's covered up, and those people don't express themselves in the areas that we look that we look to to find where people are no but then suddenly they're, there's a they're vote not on, on Brexit Twitter, we don't and follow them. whatever it is yes, or, or Trump a UKIP rise or whatever it is yeah. and then suddenly we, or a, a rise of right wing across Europe and it can't, seems to come out of nowhere yeah because we haven't been following it I, look, I think decorum is a lovely thing it makes me feel safe you know when, when, when I'm in a public situation there aren't people shouting N words or C words or anything around me and, and so on which and it's not that I'd be bothered by it but I haven't got the time to know about the, the humour in their little group and uh, and why they're being ironic or whatever or, or whether they're just being racist or nasty. I haven't got time. So in our in a public situation out in a park or whatever, I like a bit of decorum on a bus or on a train because it makes me feel safe. Things are less likely to kick off where everyone's got a, a, an agreed level of politeness. But once you start instigating it too much, once you start making it too strong a rule, then I start feeling unsafe again because that's where you feel like... Uh, now people can get hurt for saying the wrong thing, and, that, or, yeah. and, and that's that's no better. It isn't. Yeah, I was asked to stop using the S word. Which is the S word? Well, it turned out uh, they wanted me to stop using a sword. <laughs> <laughs> I just read that joke the other day. Um, You've never used a sword. Oh, you have. Well, I've been, I've been asked not actually, to. Actually, you have. <laughs> yes, I have. You have once in your life used a sword, and it was no. at your at your first wedding. Yes. Yeah. And then it was used um, on me by the state. And what happened, Nick? Uh, my dad <laughs> cut the end of my fingers well, wait, all the top. It was a fancy dress wedding. We it should was say a that. fancy dress wedding. Okay, so what uh, I was, uh, you know, wearing a sword as is traditional. <laughs> what was your outfit? You're a pirate. A pirate. You're think, a pirate, yeah. as you would be. I think. No, wedding just, looking like you're so about hey, to steal a bride. I was a, I was a pirate <laughs> who happened to be black. <laughs> um, I was. Uh, yeah, I was wearing uh, a, a real sword, which my dad... Why are you wearing a real sword? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, th I think because I had a sense I might have to kill myself. <laughs> which is a sense a lot of people got during my first I'm not going to comment on your first marriage to, right now to, uh, to say why you might... But anyway, so... You, you did your dad... Am I right? Your dad pulled the sword out of the scabbard at some point. Uh... Yeah, he he went. What is this? And I held it up to him, and he just grabbed it and pulled it out through my fingers. Whilst you were still holding it. Yeah, <laughs> severing or not fully, but sort of half the ends of my middle and ring finger. Yeah, that one, my left ring finger. Uh, this was in America, where I did not, I did not have, I did not have medical insurance. Of course not. So, of course you wouldn't. We had to go to the house of a guest. <coughs> who stitched my fingers? She was a medical uh, professional, but not a doctor. And she stitched whilst drunk. Did she stitch you like a ring around your finger? <laughs> she stitched uh, the ends of my fingers back uh, while dressed as a genie. <laughs> <laughs> this was. Was this at the altar or was it on the day of the it wedding? It wasn't on altar. <laughs> it was the day of the wedding. It was the day of the, the day wedding. Of the, well, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, amazing. That's so, amazing. Uh, so that's the end of the Danny Baker episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you could, if you, we can live in a world where your dad could slice through your fingers on your wedding day by accident, anyone's able to say or do anything by accident. <laughs> and I think that is actually a good conclusion. Let's give yeah. people a bit of leeway to be human, also to experiment, also to take risks without uh, immediately losing uh, their lifestyle or anything else or their, you know, their, their careers. Um, and I think and give people should... a little bit of benefit of the doubt whilst we could, and we could be mature enough to do that whilst acknowledging that they've done something yeah. wrong and that that's a problem. We can severely to... censure somebody who tweets a picture of uh, a chimp. I don't know what the excuses he could come up with were. In my defence, I genuinely thought that was a picture of the Royal Navy. <laughs> I didn't know it was a chimp. Um, but no. Have but, you seen the baby? I still haven't. No. Neither have I. Um, but the thing that's the thing that's alarming is people projecting and mind reading and catastrophizing, assuming the worst possible intent. Where you really shouldn't write principal charity. What's it called? Like. Um, Hanlon's razor is it? Yeah. Would just assume the other person means well until you know otherwise, because it's and just largely, very damaging. Largely, most of the time, you can assume they did something stupid. Yeah. That's the real thing. Yes. Most of the time, it just turns out people can be stupid. Yeah. And they're being stupid all the time. And uh, yeah. And don't tweet pictures of chips when the people the Both chips these, meant to represent all these statements are true. Is a black person. Yes. Or a person whose mother is half black. <laughs> Would it be okay if it was two Victorian people with a creature that was a quarter chimp? <laughs> that would be far worse. Uh, yeah. But he clearly. Yeah, yeah no, that, but look, that starts looking more and more intentional. With yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think what yeah, the tweet was racist. Probably not intended as racist. Doesn't make Danny Baker a deliberate racist. He was right to take it down. He should have apologised better earlier. He's done a bigger apology now. Oh, just everyone calm probably down. Probably shouldn't have lost your heads his up job. Your ass and relax a little bit. Let's have a bit of fun in the world rather than this fear and like. Yeah, not I, everything has to be a bomb. You know, we don't have to. Be afraid of our own language and thoughts and brains. And don't take every opportunity to show everybody how incredibly offended you are just because you're such a good person. Yeah, look, state what's wrong, don't be a cunt. There we go. Thank you very much. Say it's wrong, don't be a cunt. Uh, there we go, so we've got one N, one C each. Good. <laughs> this, uh, I have to remember to tick the explicit content box when I uh, upload this. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> cheers, Kerry. Good. You are listening to the Fearless Podcast. It goes there. And here's where um, we say who we were. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Nick Doody. And I've been Kerry Marks. Thank Ch you. Cheers. Bye-bye.